The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern Carolina's longest-running sports radio show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show is powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, Taft, Taft, and Hagler, Tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. And now, here's Brian Bailey. Okay, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into our show. Got a great show planned for you today. Steve Shankweiler in a new role as Director of High School and Alumni Relations, but he's had four different stints here in East Carolina. And, Coach, we're glad you're sticking around for a while longer. And for each of these stints, I get to see Brian Bailey. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) For every one of those stints, you've had a chance to be on the Brian Bailey Show. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back, and we'll get with Coach Shank coming up after this. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed. Did you know that it's illegal to dig without first calling 811? 811 is a free program that locates underground utilities, marking them with flags and paint lines so you know where not to dig. Accidentally digging into utility lines interrupts service and could seriously hurt you or someone else. If you know someone who's planning to dig, encourage them to call 811 at least three full working days before they dig. 811 is free, it's safe, and it's the law. This message is brought to you by Greenville Utilities and this station. The Rick House is Eastern North Carolina's premier restaurant and bourbon authority. Jefferson's, Basil Hayden, Woodford Reserve, and a Midwinter Night's Dram are just a few of the incredible bourbon options. The Rick House features the very best steaks and fresh, made-from-scratch pastas. The Rick House can host your corporate event or special parties in the 3,000-square-foot banquet hall. Join the Rick House for Sunday brunch from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and for the wine tastings on the last Friday of every month. The Rick House. Hey, Pirate Nation, this is proud ECU graduate and former baseball player Brandon Manning inviting you to join my team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Right now is a good time to review your coverage with a local trusted agent like me. I will make myself available before or after business hours, and my clients always have my cell phone number if they need anything. From home, auto, or life, give me a call today, and let's talk about your insurance coverage and about the Pirates. Call 531-1812 and go Pirates! Welcome back to the 2023 Wings Overdraft. Here's what's transpired so far. Clip Rock selected Honey Barbecue Tenders with the first overall pick. At two, Chandler Honeycutt selected Loaded Waffle Fries. And a blockbuster trade, Shirley Rhodes traded up to get the Chicken Parm Tender Sandwiches third overall. Now you're on the clock. Draft your favorites today by ordering online at wingsover.com or by calling 758-9464. With no third party needed, Wings Over Greenville has its own in-house delivery service. Wings Over Greenville. Your number one pick every time. The icy treat that can't be beat is Sparky Snowballs. From big kids to little kids, Sparky Snowballs has been making smiles happen for over 20 years. If you're not in the mood to chill out with a snowball, Sparky's funnel cakes and fried Oreos are a perfect Sparky-licious treat every time. Are you having an event, party, or fundraiser? Call Sparky's to come on site. Remember to follow Sparky's on Facebook or visit sparkysnowballs.com to see where they'll be next. Pirate Radio. We are Eastern North Carolina's football program. In time, we will be North Carolina's football program. The voice of the Pirate Nation. If I could buy a house on Emory Lane, put money down and I'd sign my name. That little corner lot where it don't ever rain. 
You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Now, back to Brian. Hi, that's a cover from an Old Dominion song that's out right now called Memory Lane. And that's what we're going to go down with Coach Shank today. We're going to go down. If I could have a house, if I could buy a house on Memory Lane, that's what I would do. I would stay there and live there forever. You you are a producer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Shirley uh, Shirley worked on that for us. And uh, Shirley Rhodes worked on that for us and did a great job with that. That's a that's a that's a neat that's a neat song. But uh, when you think back, I mean, four different stints at East Carolina, and we didn't drive you crazy in all four of those stints, and that's a good thing. Well, it's <laughs> we're, it's, we're still fighting through that. We're not sure yet. <laughs> this new role could drive me crazy. But, uh, <laughs> You're in new therapy. We just uh, you know it's it's been an unreal adventure for us as a family and to be in coaching and be able to say that you've been to a place four different times and call place home and and your kids call home so it's really been it's been an awesome experience you know you've got a new role it's the uh, director of high school and alumni relations so uh as we before we go down memory lane let's talk a little bit about that new role what exactly will you be doing with the the high schools and with the alumni and how does that all play together well, I think Coach Houston recognized this uh, not too long ago that, you know, two, there's there's so many great things about about this university, okay? And it's, I, you can't name them all, but two of the things that it's known for is, is teacher education and our football program. And those are two great resources and areas of, of you know, alumni that, that, that have put a lot into this place and represent us throughout the state and throughout the Southeast. Well, from a high school standpoint, you know, when you go put numbers to it, which I'm doing right now, you'd be amazed at how many high school coaches are East Carolina grads. Right. And then, of course, you go all the way through a faculty and all the way up through a, a, through the administration offices. You know, we have a lot of pull in high schools in the state. And what we got to do is do a great job of, of reaching out to them. You know, as recruiting has become so nationwide now, you know, you know, Coach Houston, having been a high school coach, and he he doesn't he doesn't want to lose that touch, you know. The hey, you know, this state's our our, our first our right. first deal. So, you know, we're going to do a real a real good effort of trying to communicate with the high school coaches and try to serve them in any way we can. And then from an alumni standpoint, uh, you know, I, I think it's our football program's greatest resource is the guys who used to play here. Uh, this this history. Of, uh, of our of our football program here and the the kinds of people that have come through here and the characteristics they had of toughness and passion for the game those are things that we can we can reach back out to and make bring them back in to feel part of the program one, one of the things that I've talked to a lot of other college administrative people about this you know when you when, when you graduate and then you move on with your life, and you're still a, an alum, but you know those coaches come and go, and so many times you don't feel comfortable. Well, who do I talk to? Right. You know, I, I got. A, That's a great point. You know, I got a kid here that I'd like for my my alma mater to look at. Well, who do I call? Well, you know, if your guy is gone, you know, and then as you as you so eloquently put it, I've been here four different <laughs> times. <clears throat> that so, was all said with love. Yeah. So. <laughs> So they're, they're going to take advantage of me, is what they're going to do. But uh, but no, it, we feel like that that you know our graduates are our greatest resource, and, and and Mike really wants to try to get them back involved in the program. Not that they haven't been, but but even more so because we do have such a great heritage here. Yeah, and, and you look at, at you know big guy Matt Maloney over there. He's been here forever, so he's one of the guys people could call on. But sure. really, when you think about you know what you said is so true, and it happens at not only East Carolina, it happens at a lot of administrations because things change. Football coach comes in, new staff comes in with right. him. You know, luckily for us, when Mike Houston came in, that, that he brought half of the former East Carolina guys with him. Right. I mean, that right. was that was just a great break for all of us involved. But and, and he probably wouldn't have taken the job as easily if he hadn't talked to, to you and Donnie Kirkpatrick and guys like that because you know, he kind of knew what to expect at East Carolina before he took the job. But normally it doesn't happen like that. So to have somebody in that role and even but but and even further the problem is if 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 something moves on, hopefully this will be a position you can stay at even if some changes do you know Mike happens to move on or something else, you know, that's st- stabilizes everything, doesn't it? Well, I think so. And again, I think you 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 look around the country at the programs that have been successful you know, bringing guys back there. There's always been someone that you know a contact that 
lasts over time. And so you look at it from a standpoint of years, you know, we felt like my first year here was 1987 and, you know, to 2023 where we sit now. You know, there's a lot of guys that know me and I know, and, and I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the ones that feels like it's important that they, they stay part of the program. And this is, you know, this is not just like from a fundraising standpoint. It's because it's a resource of people that go out into the South and right. the state and, and, and sell our program for us. So uh, it's a win-win for everybody. Well, we've got our questions and comments. If you have one, you can go to our Facebook live feed. You can join us there for this show, and you can type in anything, questions, comments, as we said. John says that East Carolina has been very fortunate with names like Van Sant, Logan, Williams, Hart, just recently the voice, Jeff Charles, and Shank is certainly among that group. Man, that's that's high that's high praise right there, brother. Yeah, that's that's a little <laughs> higher, higher income level than this guy right here. <laughs> those, are, but, those are great people. People. And uh, Kenny Curlings writes in and says, thank you for all you do and what you've done for East Carolina. He wants to know how you think the team is shaping up this year. Do you get a chance to see him much in your role? You know, uh, I was, uh, I'll was i be at practice every day because, obviously, you know, there are lots of high school coaches that would come to practice right. and, and, and former players that come to practice. And we had a really good turnout this spring of, of, of those two groups coming back. But, you know, out of the corner of my eye, you know, you can't help but watch. Right. And, uh I think we got a shot to be pretty good, to be honest with you. Really, that's yeah. that's good to hear because obviously there's a lot of changes on offense because of some guys, you know, Keaton moving on, Holton Nail is moving on, CJ, you know, th- that that group, Isaiah Winstead, uh, and the drafts coming up, and every time every time I open up up a social media thing, I see that Holton's moved up in somebody's eyes. So hopefully, and you, you've seen this happen before, you know, guys are told five to seven, you know, round they might go in, they don't get drafted, but in some respects, that's even better for the. And for the athlete because he can pick and choose as far as free agency goes oh i mean there's nothing wrong with being a free agent right at all uh, you know it's you're right there it's it's probably a little bit better shape than being a low round draft pick because right. you, you can decide which team needs you the most you know but but i think you know it, the way the nfl looks things is is, is really no different the way we look at things and that you know those guys are really good players for us. They have a, they'll have marks in the school's history of, of, of being winners and 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 being individually really really good players. But you know that's why you recruit too. You know yeah. people people thought well Holton may be a low level guy and all of a sudden he's he's moving up. Same with Keaton. Well, you know they're guys that maybe a lot of Pirate fans don't know about that are on our squad. That all of a sudden they're going to get a chance to play. You go, right. Where'd that guy come from? Right. So, you know, that's just the evolution of the game, and, and teams change year from, from year to year. And I'm really excited about where we are right now. I think we saw a, a hint of that with Coach Houston all spring. He was in a good mood the whole spring. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, he really was. And it, not that he's ever in a bad mood, but he doesn't like to lose and he doesn't like to have bad practices. But I'm telling you, every time I saw an interview with him the whole spring, he came in and did our show last week and he had a smile on his face. He, he said, I, I, I like the way these guys work. You know, they're not going to win every game, but they go out and they work hard. We've got good talent in just about every place we need it. And you can tell he's, he seems pretty relaxed. Well, just again, watching just from out of the corner of my eye, I thought it was a from day one to day 15, a very highly competitive, enthusiastic, you know, very confident football team. Yeah. You know, that we've won. We, we've got That's this right. turned around. And now, now all of a sudden going to spring practice is a little bit more. You know your goals are set a little bit higher, and so the sense of urgency is even more more exciting. The old coaching adage that you know you, you take over a program first, you lose big, then you lose small, then you win small, then you win big. Once you know how to win, it, it's it seems like it's kind of like pirate baseball right now because you know the sky was falling the other day when they went one and three in a week, and everybody was you know, and the, the it really wasn't that big a deal because teams do things like that. The team had a meeting, the coaches had a meeting, and they come back, they win in everything now. And they just, they know how to win. They know how to get it done. They knew they weren't putting forth their best effort for whatever reason in those games. You know the, the Houston series, and so they've got that thing turned around. But you got to do it again this week. But it's, it's it's a mindset of of teams have to learn how to win. Well, <clears throat> pardon me. I think you're right. The mindset's the issue. You know, every whether baseball or football doesn't matter. Every every team gets up at six a.m. and lifts weights. Right. Everybody goes through 15 days of spring practice. Everybody mm-hmm. has the exact same number of practice opportunities in the summer and the fall. Everybody plays the exact same number of games. You can recruit the exact same number of kids. Well, what makes the difference? 
Okay, it's that mindset that you put in in, yeah. in, in place in your program. And uh, that's that's been the key to us for sure in football. Coach Logan used to say the old team tries hard too, right? Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they, they certainly do. All right, we're here with Steve Shank while he's in a new role on the East Carolina staff with the head coach Mike Houston. We'll take a commercial break right now. We'll come back. More questions, comments on our Facebook live feed. And we'll head down memory lane with Coach Shank after this. Hi, I'm Annalie Newhoff. And I'm Rob Campbell. And, and we, we are, are with, with Copy, Copy Pro. Pro. We have been locally owned and operated here in eastern North Carolina for almost 50 years. Copy Pro is the leader in office technology. Does your business struggle with keeping printing costs low or producing professional documents? Here at Copy Pro, total customer satisfaction is our number one priority. We have a variety of solutions to help reduce your printing expenses and make your business more productive. Call us today at 1-800-682-6558 or online at copypro.net. Copy Pro. We are the professional office systems people. I'm Michael Vaughn with East Coast Grading and Utilities. Many of you know my dad, David Vaughn, and his work in putting in subdivisions all over Pirate Nation. But East Coast Grading and Utilities is not just for those type of big jobs. We're here for the homeowners, whether it's concrete, driveways, hauling rock or sand, whatever you need, East Coast Grading and Utilities can get the job done. Call us at 252-531-7494 or check us out on Facebook at East Coast Grading and Utilities. The Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of the pirates. They're open every day and have live music every night, along with 18 big screen TVs to watch all your favorite sporting events. Tuesday, it's karaoke with DJ Captain Morgan. Wednesdays, it's line dancing. Thursday night is the dance party with DJ Kid Scene. And live music every Friday and Saturday night with the best bands on the East Coast. Follow the Buck on Instagram for more information on scheduled events. And we'll see you at the Buck. North Carolina State Parks invites you to enjoy camping your way. With the weather changing, booking your own cabin is the perfect solution for your camping getaway. Reserve campsites or cabins today at Jones Lake, Goose Creek, and Cliffs of the News. Whether you enjoy traditional camping or air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi, your next adventure can include hiking, beautiful scenery, and sunsets by the campfire. For information on booking a cabin, visit ncparks.gov. See to it that any man who sails under a pirate flag or wears a pirate brand gets what he deserves. Pirate Radio. I think it'd be rather exciting to meet a pirate. The voice of the pirate nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned, community-powered. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show again. We've got our Facebook live feed cranked up. Questions or comments for Steve Shankweiler. Somebody just wrote in and said, will we ever see AD Steve Shankweiler? Would you like to be an AD somewhere sometime? AD, what does that mean? After death? (laughs) Well, that's when you're 70. That's probably (laughs) athletic director. Yeah, the AD. Uh, Take over the AD's chair somewhere. That's all right. That's all right. Those guys, golly, especially the spring sports. Holy smokes, they got more stuff going on. Track, <laughs> baseball, softball, lacrosse, yeah. tennis, golf. Yeah, there's something going on every day. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. Trust me. You like that new role. Director yeah. of high school and alumni relations for Steve Shankwell. Have you had some of the alums you know, reach out to you since you took over? Yeah, it's been really it's really been cool. Um we've been putting together between Pirate Club and and guys out there in the world, uh some email lists. Okay. And we've been we've been swamped, good with with lists of people, the uh, you know email chains that guys back in the seventies, you know to to our records that we have on hand and the records that we don't other people filled in. That's going to be one of the big things. We're sending out a letter probably mid to late week this week to all the former players that we do have addresses right and and. You know, fill out the questionnaire if you know somebody that we we don't have. Okay, let's let's get them on board. And so, we're in the process now of trying to get all that stuff up to date. Uh, Danielle and the Pirate Club is doing a great job of helping me piece that together. And and so we're going to really try to, you know, try to communicate on a a bi monthly basis during the off season and a weekly basis during the season. Hmm. Kind of let the guys know what's going on. What's, what they want to share. Your football update, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to do anything to rival something Brian Bailey would well, do. Well, there you go. But, uh, but it'll be 
but you got like an update and then yeah, hey fellas if you guys are coming to town you know send us are you allowed to give tickets to the, the alums or anything like that you have to talk to people on the third floor about that <laughs> <laughs> they've that's, got a great show that's out that. of my, uh, yeah. but you can invite them to a tailgate or absolutely something. we're gonna and we're we're talking about some things to put together for them that that'll make it uh, where it, it, it'll be fun for and you know what's what i've learned through my years of, of working and stuff little things go a long way and stuff like if you if you gave them a polo shirt that said pirate football alum on it you know or or, or a cap or anything like that they, they love that they can wear that stuff back to where they live and they can show it off and, and that's just something that they're proud of and it goes i'm telling you it goes a long way well and just something as simple as getting a newsletter right yeah same thing you know and we all react the same way i do you do and you know i had a high school coach before i came over here today sent me a a picture on his phone of a a handwritten note i'd written him last wow and like i said what's the big deal about that yeah but to him it was a big deal for whatever exactly and so we got we got so many guys that, that have been such a big part of this this football program over a long period of time, and I know how much it means to them uh, for us to do well. So we just want to try to get them get them back and, and fired up with us. All right, we'll talk more about the new position for Steve Tranquilla later in the show. Right now, we're going to go down memory lane because I just think, you know, because you bring up stuff a lot of times when you're on the show with me, and a lot of times we're, during the season, we really can't go down memory lane because we're busy you know, previewing the next game or talking about the, the game that was just played. But when Art Baker first time, and I had to look back up. I had to ask Coach when we came in this morning because I didn't remember Coach. I remember Bill Lewis and you coaching with him. I didn't remember with Art Baker. But when Art Baker brought you here, what were you thinking about greenville north carolina and east carolina university well <laughs> you were young i was young and uh you know i just remember that uh came into town and and the, the big battery factory set up here on ever ready right yeah yeah you know there was like two restaurants in town that you could <laughs> yeah. go eat at and, you know it, it, we just thought well, we're just moving into a small college town which we was yeah but uh but the one thing that was obvious, I had I had actually come here and scouted a game um, at another school, uh, to a future opponent. And I had played here when I was in college. You know, I played at East Carolina. Okay. And, um, and, and even back then, you say, you know, this is a small place out in the, back then in the middle of nowhere, but look at the fan support. It was just, it was crazy. So... Professionally, I was really excited about, you know, I'd already worked with Art once at the Citadel. Okay. And I was excited to get back with him, but I was really excited because this this was, you know, this was big-time football. And uh, and what, what's happened to the program, and especially this town since then, holy cow. Now, now when, you were, when you were coaching with, with Coach Baker, 87, 88, they were still bringing in the big Pepsi-Cola trucks for summer practice, weren't they? And they they like open the truck up, and guys would get a big old bottle of, of the Pepsi Cola, and they would drink it after practice. And back then, they just pull those trucks up on the practice, <laughs> I right remember the practice that. field because the practice field was like a parking lot. So <laughs> we go, we come out on a Sunday night out to practice, and I'd go down. My area where I worked was down by the uh, by Charles there at the, uh, on on Charles Street, and we would have to come out and pick up bottle caps and flip tops and (laughs) cigarette butts and all that before we could let the kids come out there and practice. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. that Those big old trucks and those guys and uh, and, just sitting in the ice ice baths with a Pepsi Cola. I remember seeing pictures of guys sitting in ice baths with a big old bottle of of Pepsi Cola. What what was it like coaching with Art? Because, you know, he's one of the guys, you know, just a true gentleman of the sport. You know, you, you wish that he'd won more it just didn't happen for him but what a great guy well you're right historically you go back and study that period of time east carolina was in a transition obviously you know because everybody was an independent right and you're playing the who's who of independence you are that and uh we were on probation yeah you know so there were a lot of things that factored into that we were you know kind of just you know the place is just struggling to get this thing going and um I, I, he's he is a great football coach. He is thought everybody thinks so highly of him, and for me personally, he was just a great mentor because he he had a great way of of balancing the demands of football 
with the demands of being a husband, a father. You know, he he did mm-hmm. he did uh, he was unbelievable by how he really kind of forced you to make sure you balanced your life right. You know, it's it's funny because our careers are so similar. I got here in '84 in October, and that was uh, Ed Emery's last couple of months. He, he was he was released, I believe it was in uh, December, maybe late November, but right around that time. And that's when Art Baker was hired, yeah. and and it got to be you know. So that was the, Coach Baker was the first coach I really got to work with. You know, pretty much on a day to day basis, and we got to you know during the football season and stuff. But he was just such a such a great guy, and, and he never cursed, but he'd give you a freaking frack and then. A heartbeat, wouldn't he? <laughs> it, was, it was his way. Of <laughs> yeah, that's right. It doesn't matter what the words actually are. Yeah, it, it, it's the same it, emphasis. It came across the same way. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but but and he had a, he had a spark too. I, I remember you, you you were probably on the bus, but we were going to Columbia, South Carolina. We were in a station car. And we got behind the buses, and right before you pull into Williams Bryce Stadium, the buses were pulling in, and Coach Baker was in a regular car, but he was coming. In. I think his wife, maybe his family, were with him, and they wouldn't let him go through. Right. And do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> and so he's he jumps out of his car and he's arguing with the state trooper yeah. to let his car come in. I think a couple of us ran up there and said, "Hey, you know this is the football coach. He, he's supposed to be there." Finally, they let him go, but he uh, was mad. Was something <laughs> that game got off to a bad start in the park, uh, trying to get into Williams Bryce Stadium. But uh, that was the uh, you know I, I remember what was the, what, what kind of option was that he was running the. Uh, well, we were we were run. It was a trap option. It was right. based off of trapping people up front, and uh, it, it's evolved a lot of the things that we're doing today. But uh, then he he kind of added something to it because, you know, when Coach Emery had been running it, they were out in the eye right. formation. Well, then he wanted to do it out of a one back look, then motioning a slot back back to create the eye. And you know, schematically, we gave we gave a lot of people some fits. I know my first game here, we played those guys in Raleigh, and and beat them thirty two to fourteen. Right, ran them out of the stadium, and uh, so it was uh, it was it was innovative at the time, and uh, we just didn't have quite the horses that Miami and Florida State and some of those folks had. But uh, but it, it it allowed us to compete, and, and which was a great learning experience for me. I think it was the 86 game against Southern Miss at Dowdy Ficklin. I think it was back then just Ficklin Stadium. But do you remember that game that was all the controversy? The long they scored the, they scored the touchdown, and, and you take the lead, and then Southern Miss comes back and throws a long pass, and the, the guy was – I mean, if you had replay, that thing would have never evolved. But right. the guy was, was going down, his knee touches, but they don't call that. He pitches the ball forward. The guy takes the ladder and goes into the end zone. So they throw a flag. Well, the, the options – where if you decline the penalty, they score a touchdown. If you take the penalty, they backed it up five yards from where the penalty was, right. and they had time to kick a field goal, right. it, yeah. which was crazy. Yeah. And back then, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have everything like that. So they, they, they called a press conference for that week, like on Tuesday or Wednesday. The independent officials, the Southern Independent Official Association, or something like that, came to town. The rumor was they were coming to town to award East Carolina the victory. <laughs> and everybody, all the power fans were fired up that we're going to get this win because they cheated us. They cheated. And, and so they come to town and they just basically admitted they made they they said that the rule was was enforced correctly, but it really was a bad rule because it never should the offending team benefit right. from committing a penalty. Is how they came up with it. Never forget it. But at the end of that game, remember the referee was coming off the field and somebody ran on the field and started beating on him. Well, that was actually I wasn't here that year. But you weren't here in '86. No, I was, was here. Oh, that's right. I got it written down right here. Eighty-seven. But yeah. Trust me, I've heard all the stories. Right, you've heard the stories. It's you know, and they end up changing the rules because of yeah, it. they did. They did. And, then, and I think Gerald Harrison told me a while back that they changed it back, like like they reversed it again or something. That it's really a strange set set of circumstances. But that's right, because you got here in eighty-seven. That was eighty-six. But that was that was a. But that's one. You've had some crazy times against Southern Miss, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, we had. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about. Brett Farr versus Jeff Blake. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a while that back. Was a while. I mean, so, but no, it, it's uh, 
you know, Coach Baker is really just a special guy. And then you know, Bill Lewis got hired. I remember when he was, you know, first getting hired, and he was he had been at Georgia as defensive coordinator, right? And he, came, he comes to East Carolina. And the thing I've always said about Bill, every press conference he had, he always had a suit on, he had his tie on, he had his breath mints in his mouth because he, he I mean, he he always, you know, had all that working. Every single press conference, every press conference, he sat down. He went over the captains. He went over the injury situation. Mm-hmm. He was as thorough <coughs> as any coaches I've ever seen. It was it was it was crazy. What do you think about Coach? Well, he he was he. You're right on about that. Now he was about as organized and thorough as he could be, there, except for one time we had um, something people may remember. It was unusual coaching staff in that before before we ended that first season, okay, and even in some cases before spring practice. You know, we lost Tommy Tuberville was on the staff, okay? Okay. A guy named Nick Rapone had left. Uh, you know, you go down the list, and then at the end of the season, Mark Richt was here. He I left, knew that. Okay. And, I didn't realize Tuberville was here. And, and, and so you go down this list, and I'll never forget it. Uh, Chuck Pagano and Ron Cooper, after the first season, left. So we go into yep. a staff meeting, and here's, you know, Bill is just a meticulous, organized, as, you know, as he could be. And he walks into the staff room, sits at the head of the table, and there's me, there's Logan, there's Dale Steele and Jeff Jagodzinski. <laughs> and we're all sitting spread out across the room in our seats, different seats. And he acted like there were still 15 people in there. <laughs> and then he stopped, he sat back, and he looked around and said, what the heck do we do now, guys? <laughs> but uh, no, what, what, what a great guy and what a great job he did with the kids and uh, allowing us to coach. Uh, and, you know, obviously it, it paid off. He, he, you know, he's he's a legend. Yeah, he really is. And just, just the things, because as we were talking about earlier, teams have to learn how to win. This is a program that hadn't won in forever. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the dream season, the 91 season comes about, and it, it's kind of like, you know, the first game was the Illinois game. Mm-hmm. Controversial ending. Pirates very, fall. Very, very controversial. Yeah, it really got, you know, they, that rule got changed. Right. At the end of the game, when the Pirates got penalized, they had to start first and 25. Mm-hmm. And that's what put them behind the eight ball after they got the onside kick and that that was the celebration rule on the onside kick Correct. they just they just said they were going to clamp down on celebrations and and the kids hardly even celebrated. I mean, wow. they kind of got them, gave them a high five. They're just excited. But they're in the Big Ten. Right. <laughs> they're throwing that flag. Right You're away. not supposed to win. Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? You're messing up the script. That's right. So they backed them up 15. And it's first and 25. They couldn't get that first down. And yeah, the rest is history. But then the Pirates ran the table after that. And about halfway through, you know, you started hearing this thing about we believe and and just you know I, I was very fortunate. I got to go to the Syracuse game that year, first time I ever ever been to Syracuse. And in the locker room, they had somebody had taped. I think I think Bill's wife was one of them. They had taped up signs that said we believe all over. And I've still got one of those. I took one out of the locker room and just saved it. But the we believe and man that that became that became just historic for East yeah, Carolina. It really wasn't. Uh, uh, my better half. Uh, she still carries a we believe sign to our games today. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, it was a it was a big deal. Yeah, you always got to believe. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, that was then that obviously the Peach Bowl season, and then you're on. You know, I think were you were in the sidelines, or were you you were on the sidelines side for right. for the Peach Bowl, and you could hear the we believe. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's thirty four seventeen, and I, I was thinking on the sideline, boys, you might believe, but they got a lot of work to do if they're gonna win this game. Yeah. But, but they did. Sure did. Came back and that was that had to be a big thrill. Yeah, that was really something. Yeah, that was that was incredible. All right, we're going down memory lane with Steve Shankweiler. We got a couple more comments coming in. One of them said, uh, "Let's see, uh, Art Baker will be 94 in November." How right. about that? Yep. Wow, that's yep. great for him. Yep. I'd love to see Coach again sometime. But that's uh, that's awesome. All right, we'll take a break. Back with more with Coach Shank coming up after this. Yeah. 
zero means zero at Bostick Sug Furniture. Zero minimum purchase, zero interest, zero sales tax. Today at Bostick Sug, zero gets you everything. Beautiful sofas, sectionals, and motion furniture, dining sets, and bedrooms. Then get a discount equal to double the sales tax or 72 months zero interest with zero minimum purchase. Plus sleep better on a new Restonic or Serta mattress with a power base. Zero means zero, but there's zero time to waste. So hurry to Bostick Sug Furniture. At Papa John's, we start with better. Like our fresh, never frozen dough made from six simple ingredients. And our dough can save you dough. Get two or more Papa Pairing's favorites for just $6.99 each. Order now on the app from Papa John's. Hey, Pirate fans, Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at papajohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza. Go Pirates! We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A? Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft, Taft & Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of The Brian Bailey Show and The Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates! the best burgers around everyone loves a thick juicy and fresh burger tiebreakers in greenville plus the all-new tiebreakers in winterville do real burgers better than anybody so don't just go to any burger themed restaurant chain it's time to break the chain and eat local tiebreakers real burgers at its best Pirate Radio. You know, East Carolina deserves to go to Omaha. People should be worried about us. We're going to be really good, and I'm not afraid to say it on record. The voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show as we continue on with Steve Shankwell, our director of high school and alumni relations. He's in that new role, but we're kind of heading down memory lane and talking about some of the coaches he's worked with. I uh, worked with Art Baker, Bill Lewis, 87 to 91, then from 98 to 02, Coach Steve Logan. The thing I remember most about Coach Logan, his first press conference was the exact opposite of Bill Lewis's. So we sat down, we were all ready for him to go through all this stuff, and he goes, what y'all want? <laughs> and, that's how, and that's how it went. But he was but he was, he was, was great in a completely different way, wasn't he? Yeah, and you're right. They're, they're opposite in a lot of respects, yep. but the results were the same. Exactly. They just had different ways of going about getting the same result. Yep. And, uh, both both certainly winners, and yep. he, uh, he, you, could get, you could get on his bad side in a heartbeat. I, 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 I tell this story, I think it was the Syracuse game at home when the Pirates threw deep uh, in the rain a couple of times and completed long passes and so in the press conference you know that that day you know I, I raised my hand and I, I said coach you guys were able to throw deep really, really with a lot of success today and you know in the rain it was kind of surprised I, I said is that something you expected and he goes we practice it every week and he looked around I was like so then then later on th- that week I went to practice and I saw him and I, I said coach was, was that a bad question and he goes what question what are you talking about he goes I don't even know what I have for lunch how am I supposed to know what question you asked I thought yeah you're probably right I don't, I don't even worry about that one anymore but he just uh, 
And and I think, you know, he was one of those, and I used to always say it, like like we saw parts of Coach Logan, we were doing his coaching show behind the scenes. He was like a Bobby Bowden almost because he had that country charm. And, you know, he'd see so, you know a lineman or something, he'd say where he was from and, and what his mama cooked for, for dinner the best and all kind of stuff like that. He just knew all that stuff. Well, I think there's probably a uh, – depending on who you talk to, there's probably a feeling out there that – this Steve was aloof, right? This, that, that and that baffled me, but there was yeah. that feeling, and that you know he didn't, you know he didn't have the, you know he was very stoic on the sidelines, and you know, you know very cerebral about things. In reality, no, he is a he is a great football coach. He knew those kids. He knew mom. He knew dad. Yes, sir. He knew, he knew everything about that kid. You want to know? It's just that his presentation to the public. You know, that that's just, you know, he wasn't going to make it about him. Right. And he was just going to be reserved and, and yep. you know. And exactly. So. I think it was terribly misunderstood, but I, I, I got a chance to see some of that. And there's some great video. I think Billy Weaver had it when he was at Channel 7, but but he, he was on it. That's when they were the official station, and it was with Marcus Crandall. And Marcus said, I, I may have been the um, – the bowl game against Marshall, but but Coach had him. He said, "Marcus, you're breaking my heart, son. You're breaking my heart." <laughs> I just thought the video because I, Marcus made a mistake or something. And Marcus is one of the great pirates of all time. Obviously, yeah. he didn't make many mistakes, but just the way he handled him and just uh, everything about Coach Logan that had to be that had to be a fun you know staff to work with. It was a great bunch of guys, yeah. and uh, you know I I can't say enough the, from Art Baker to to Mike Houston and everything in between. I. I've worked. I've worked with some great guys. And I say guys first. Not they're all. They're all great coaches. They wouldn't have the job. Right. And great they, men. And they all have won. You know. Yep. You know. But they're all great guys. Yeah. I mean, they're just wonderful people. And and the thing that that I've always felt like, and this is not this this is not directed at anybody. It's just it's a compliment to those men, is that they they embraced East Carolina. Okay, as Logan would say, they got it. Right, they got it. They they understood the the mentality of the kind of football team that you have to put on the field here. And when you think when I because having worked with all those different guys, their their approach was all the same. Okay, we're going to play great defense. Mm-hmm. We're going to be innovative on offense, and we are going to play our ever loving tails off. Right, and that's what <clears throat> all those head coaches did. And they're the ones that have been successful. And that's kind of the formula here. And, and, and Mike is taking it to another level. And, and I, I look at the same thing, what you just said, to, to carry that out further. The ones that didn't have the success and they didn't stick around long, I think, didn't get it. I think that's what it comes down to. And I, I don't want to say anything bad about you know those guys, you know, Scotty Montgomery, John Thompson, those guys like that. Art Baker, I thought, got it. He just didn't have the right right deal. I think he had the right mindset and everything. It just didn't work out. But but there's some, for instances, as you said, they didn't get it and they didn't understand it. And I think when Mike got here, you know, I remember Mike's telling the media publicly that we got to we got to figure out how to practice first. Right. You know, we we got guys that just they they just don't know how to practice. They don't have a clue. And and we joked choked about how good. Mood Mike was in, <laughs> he wasn't in that kind of mood when he first got no, here. No, <laughs> because no. those practices, I mean, you could tell they were. It was. There, it there was, was wearing some, on it. There were some long nights after practice back then. I promise. Yeah, he, you. He, you know, and his James Madison team obviously came to East Carolina and, and put a whipping on the Pirates. But he would even come out and be shaking his head like, "Man, what's you know? We, we need to get some of those boys down here. Right. They know how to practice right. now." But it's a whole whole different mindset. All right, 2005 and 2009 with Coach Skip Holtz had some great years with Coach Holtz. And, and I've always said that in a lot of ways that Coach Houston and Coach Holtz are similar. They're very similar. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're. I mean, really just the things I just talked about. You know, we're going to play, right. great, play great defense we're, and we're going to be as innovative on offense as we can be. Now, you know, a lot of people would look at sometimes, you know, we may have been conservative on offense with Skip at times, but the reality of it is that's not him. Right. That was related to what we had to do to win that game, that year, with those players, whatever. You know, Skip is very, very cognizant of what can our players do. Okay, let's make sure we're not out coaching ourselves. Right. Let's make sure we win the game. And and I know, you know, I I, there, I got frustrated at times too. You know, I so, said, well, you know, we're you know we're in two backs, and you know we're 
slowing the game down. Three yards in a cloud of right. dust. But <laughs> yeah. But if you look at his 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 tenure, you know, the whole length of it, and and if you understand football and how we evolved offensively, you know, he was we we were as cutting edge as, as anybody. You know, he just knew he just knew where his strengths and weaknesses were. And for two years there, we had four NFL defensive linemen, and yeah. that was our strength. So right. let's don't let's don't mess it let's up. Let's don't screw it up on offense because right. we got yeah right. <laughs> exactly. Right. They had some great defensive teams. How about the uh, the Hawaii Bowl that year? Was that that's not the well, most that, magical bowl game you've ever been? That's to? That's just the opposite of what I talked about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go score, guys! Come on. <laughs> exactly. That was that was that was an incredible week. And I've said this a number of times. If you're not going to win the national championship or play for the national championship, the Hawaii Bowl is the one you want to go to because they treat you as a team like you are playing for the national oh, championship. It was a treat. And, you know, I talk to the, a lot of those guys I stay in touch with. And, and as players, they still talk about it. Yeah. They they still – we were in, we played Cincinnati this year, and, and um, you know, Stephen Heiss played center on that team. And he's – um, on on that Hawaii Bowl team, and and he came by the hotel. He, he's a doctor in Cincinnati now, and and he and that's the first thing he could talk about. Yeah, coach, what about Hawaii? What about Hawaii? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's 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 great for college football. You know, not every place is going to be Hawaii, right? Not every place can be Hawaii, right, but every place has its 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 things to show, and and people don't realize how much kids appreciate that and how excited they are about bowl games i mean seriously the hawaii bowl was it was almost like a great function every night leading up and most of the bowl games have functions and, and obviously again you know birmingham can't be hawaii it's, it's just not that's just not how it is but just it, there's a luau here there's a, there's a you know this dinner this lunch and it just the, the players were treated like absolute kings and it was really just and i remember on the sideline and i i said boys this is about to be the end of a perfect week and that's when chris johnson fumbled that that go football, and they ran it back for a touchdown, and everybody said I hankered him, but well, you know, he came back and got the. He made up for it. He did. He did. And he's going into the Senior Bowl Hall of Fame. I didn't know there was a Senior Bowl I, Hall of Fame. I didn't either. I'm, I'm getting ready to put that on my on my Twitter. I, said, I got a thing the other day about it. Yeah, so, it sure is. So congratulations to CJ2K, and what a what a great NFL career he had. I mean, I remember I went to Canton uh, right after he had his his great year. And first time I'd ever been to Canton is the NFL Hall of Fame and walked in and his shoes were on display on that very first display case and, and his accomplishments. And I thought, man, I watched that kid play in, in college and, and, you know, and he had to wait a while in college before he was really good, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, there's a story there, too. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, we, uh, I, w- truthfully, some of us didn't, weren't real sure he would, he would hang in there as a running back. Right. You know, he had that neck issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he was, was not frail, but he wasn't, you know, real muscled up kid at the time when we first got him. And, uh, and we tried him, we, Donnie Kirkpatrick and I still joke about it. We, we put him, we put him at receiver for a couple of days. That, that didn't last too long. <laughs> <laughs> I guess his agent went in and talked to Skip and said, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> okay. yeah. but, this, this is uh, not going to work. Who are those clowns put him at receiver? Right. Yeah, But, uh, no, what a great career. And, uh, you know, just, I mean, absolute, the mark he made on this program is phenomenal. Yeah, it really was. And just, uh, you know, and that's what, when you when you watch Keaton Mitchell play, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're different kind of backs, but mm-hmm. it's just, just the pure speed that you can't coach. Right. And Keaton had that gear right. that Chris had. And he's not quite as fast as Chris Johnson, but he's up there. And he's fast. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably what you see with the NFL, his increased interest from teams. You, you can't coach it. Yeah. I mean, you just, you, you can't, you can't, you can't replace speed. And he certainly has it. Before you, you got with Coach Houston and, and where you're at right now, I know you had other stops, Madison, Florida International. What did you like about some of those stops? What were some of the highlights of some of those stops you had that, that weren't East Carolina related? Well, I think it all goes back to the people. You know, you build relationships on your coaching staff. And, you know, the, 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 the thing about college football it's almost like it's almost like the corporate world you know the 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 big major companies the people that run those things are really pretty bright right and they're they're highly motivated well it's no different in college football i mean there's not many college football jobs out there right especially at the fbs level and so you walk into a staff room and with a head coach and other guys on the staff that are are very bright 
know what they're doing, and 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 so, you know, that side of it, you know, from place to place has always been such a positive. Uh, some places are easier to live than others, you know. Yeah, but, Florida uh, National wasn't too bad, was it? Well, they were a little, a little expensive, a little expensive, and golly. <laughs> Yeah, you had, to, you had to learn a second language, and you know. Yeah. I remember I saw you at, at at the baseball game. I think it was when Pirates played at Miami, Miami right. and, and you were over there, and you said we just finished practice or so whatever. I was like, I never heard of practicing early, right. and now a lot of we tried to talk Coach Houston into doing, it, but he wouldn't do it. Right. But but I didn't. I never realized that. But a lot of a lot of schools practice early. Well, NC State practices early. Yeah, a lot of people do. We we in Florida, you had you to have to because of the weather. Yeah, you know, it's a thunderstorm every afternoon. Right. Right. And um, so we practiced in the mornings, and you know each of those places w- that you've been throughout your career, you always have special memories of because football is a great game, and football attracts, in my opinion, re- really excellent, you know, excellent student athletes and, and guys that you want to be around. You hook up with Mike Houston, and he's at James Madison. Donnie was there already. I mean, you know, how did that come into play? Well, I was. Um, I was at uh, the other school in Raleigh. Uh, yep. Okay, in an analyst position, and uh, and they had um, the old line job came open. He that guy left and went to a, a Big Ten school, and so Donnie called me, and so I went up and interviewed and, and got the job. And uh, but obviously I a lot of that obviously all of it to Donnie because he's the one that, that got me in, and so. Uh, that and that was a ball. Yeah, you had to like Harrisonburg, but the weather's a little different from Florida International, I'd say. Yeah, we had to change wardrobes. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, yeah, we left the. You don't practice in the mornings in Harrisonburg, do you? Yeah, we left going to work in shorts every day and flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, but James Madison, great place, and you know, Harrisonburg, Virginia, and the Shenandoah Mountains up there, and then. Then obviously, and, and I've said this a million times, but Mike Houston is the only coach that East Carolina has hired in my tenure that was a slam dunk hire agreed by everyone. Like there was usually there's three or four names that pop up, and you don't know if this guy's getting interviewed, that guy's getting interviewed. It was like you know, Coach Houston's out there, and the ball got rolling that week, and it just seemed like everything came into place. There was no other candidate; he was the the, the choice, and, and rightfully so. And I think that some. Somebody higher up, you know, knew, saw the same things that they saw in, you know, Coach Holtz. Like we said, very similar. That you have to have a blue collar mindset. You have to work hard. You have to, nobody's going to give you anything at East Carolina University as a pirate. And they saw all those traits in Mike Houston. And that had to make you feel good that he's coming to East Carolina and you say, I got a shot with him because I'm already working for him. Well, the, th- the thing that, you know, in, to, in relation to what you're talking about, the slam dunk, all, all you have to do is look at his record. Right. I mean, you know, national championship game at Division Two level. I think, I think the only, at least at that time, the only private school to ever make it that far. And then to go, and I've coached at the Citadel, trust me, I've coached at the Citadel. Okay, it's not easy. Right. Okay, and he beat George Southern, he beat Appalachian, beat South Carolina. Yep. Okay, goes James Madison, plays for two national championships, wins one. And, and so... You know, every place he's gone, he has turned a program that is struggling a little bit mm-hmm. around, okay, to being successful and using the same formula. And and then, you know, obviously adding the fact that JMU came to Greenville and, and beat East Carolina oh, yeah. the year before. That made an impact. That made an impact. Yes, it did. So, you know, all that kind of played into just kind of you know fate being what 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 it's meant to be. Yeah, and and, and it's worked out really really well. I mean, I think you know in, in some respects we don't know how long Coach Houston will be. Obviously, he's, he's resigned, but we know what, what happens when you're successful, and he's had success, and and we think he'll have continued success. As you said, you like the looks of this football team and a tough schedule again this year, but that's that's what life is as a pirate. That's way that's arg. That's what it always is. <laughs> that's right. You know, and the thing, and, and you're right. You know, we live in a world of transition. Coaches right. come and go. Players now come and go. Uh, but but I, I can tell you, because I've been here with lots of guys, he is building this program to sustain itself for a long time. Yeah. And, and 
you know, nobody knows what the future holds, but I, I promise you that's not his mentality. His, mm-hmm. his mentality is to build something here. You know, that's why he wants to try to get the former players back, try to get you know, make this thing the way that we all really would like to see it top out. As. I, mean, I can't wait to see like some of those former players because I've had a chance to cover a lot of them through the right. years. I mean, and it's really, uh, it's really a neat deal when they get a chance to come back. And, and, and the fact, I think that they, and I've heard from, from guys before, you know, that they don't feel the love and they don't feel things. I think that's a great thing you guys are doing and can, can try to get that going. All right, we're going to take our final break right now. We'll come back and then we'll wrap up this edition of the Brian Bailey Show for you with head coach Steve Shankweiler, head coach of our show after this. Before you hit the road this travel season, be sure to get your tires inspected by the Tire Guys at Greenville Auto World. The Greenville Auto World service team sells all the top brands and economy tires if you need a new set. Need an oil change, state inspection, or AC repair? Greenville Auto World can work on any type of vehicle, and the monthly oil change special is only $29.99. Make an appointment now by calling 364-8730. For award-winning service, trust Greenville Auto World. It's bow time. Sometimes the craving for Bojangles Supremes is so strong, you've just got to have them. Even when your gas tank is on empty and Bojangles is still 10 miles down the highway. Nothing beats the flavor of Bojangles Juicy Golden Supremes, especially when they're part of a perfect combo with four boldly seasoned chicken Supremes, a made-from-scratch biscuit, fixin', and some legendary iced tea. The only thing that can satisfy your hunger is that delicious southern flavor. So when the craving is supreme, put the pedal to the metal. It's bow time. This is Dr. Josiah Duke from Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center. Our practice has been caring for the athletes at ECU and the residents of Eastern North Carolina for more than 35 years. Whether it's treatment for your sports injury or it's that time for a joint replacement, Orthopedics East provides the latest in operative and non-operative orthopedic care. We also offer on-site physical therapy and MRI services as well as walk-in urgent care on weekends from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Call us at 757-BONE or visit us online at orthoeast.com. Go Pirates! UBE and PirateWear.com are proud to offer the Pirate Nation its largest inventory of ECU merchandise and tailgate supplies ever. UBE has the best prices in town, so that makes UBE your one-stop shop for all things ECU. UBE does daily restocks of Champion, Adidas, and Under Armour. Don't forget to bring your young pirates to plunder the Crow's Nest, which is the only kid's store dedicated to ECU. Plenty of free parking in Uptown Greenville. Visit them online at PirateWear.com. Go Pirates! To keep your bodies active and engaged in the activities that you love, you need a good stretch. And at Bodies and Balance, that's the mission they follow to give you the best quality of life. The team at Bodies and Balance can create a stretch or massage program that is right for you, featuring aromatherapy, hot stones, hot towels, cupping, percussion, and myofacial work at no extra cost if requested. And don't forget to mention Pirate Radio and get your first massage for $1 per minute and your first stretch free. Call today at 916-4530 and check them out online at Bodies and Balance The convenience of Pitt Greenville Airport is waiting just outside your front door. Service is back, so you're connected to destinations worldwide through flights from American Airlines. Plan your next trip. Book your flights today at flypgv.com or aa.com. Avoid the long check-in lines and congestion at the big airports and fly local at PGV. Fast, convenient, and close to home, PGV has American Airlines flights perfect for your next trip. Book today at aa.com. PGV, where the pirates fly. I sailed out of the port of Bristol with sailors wearing black armbands. Pirate radio. And found ourselves proclaimed notorious pirates. The voice of the pirate nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back as we wrap things up with Coach Shank, Steve Shankweiler, Director of High School and Alumni Relations now at East Carolina. How's the family? All of us know court pretty well, but the rest, everybody else, everybody good? Everybody's good. Uh, Our oldest daughter, Lori, she lives out in... uh, Bellhaven and teaches at Northside High School. Oh, I, I knew that. Yeah, yep, got, I knew that. She's got three kids, and uh, one of them is just getting ready to graduate. In fact, well, the middle one, uh, our granddaughter, is going to be in the Honors College here in the fall. Wow. So uh, she took after uh, Patty's side, <laughs> yeah, not my side, side of the family. Of the family. But, uh, but, yeah, and then um, her youngest is uh, going to be a senior, uh, plays football, wow. basketball at Northside. And then 
our middle child just got married, um, and she lives in Orlando. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, everybody's doing good. How's Court? Where's he at now? He is the office coordinator at Long Island University. Right. How's that? Because we talked about FIU and, and JMU, but LIU, it's different. that's different. It's, it's different. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he, he likes the city. Yeah. He likes New York City. If yeah. you like New York City, you're in the he, right place. right in the middle of it, but... Uh, they just had their. Do they even have there. enough land to have a football stadium oh, in Long yeah, Island? Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they it's do. It's real expensive land. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> but uh, but he's doing good. All right. Now, if there's a player that has played in East Carolina, hasn't heard from East Carolina or anything, how do they get in touch with you? Is there? Yeah, they can uh, go on our website and find my email. Okay. And just you know hit hit me up, and uh, then we'll get get in touch and uh, get you get you get you involved. And uh, and the thing that you know. Again, you know, we're, I'm not going to be handing out free tickets and, right. or scholarships to grandsons and stuff like that. That's right. not my job. But, you know, it's it's important to get these guys back. So feel free to pick up the phone, call our office. and can get a hold of me at the office. Uh, and then our website, obviously, my email's there. Good. Steve Shankwell, Director of High School and Alumni Relations. He'll have a great relationship with all the high school coaches. I wanted to bring that up, but we're running out of time. But I know as a former high school coach, I mean, you know what those guys go through. You kind of have an idea on that, too. Oh, it's it's they, they, they're, You talk about burning a candle at all. Ends. Right. But, uh, no, we just want to try to find ways to help make their job easier because they're the ones that have the impact on the kids we're trying to recruit. All right. Next week, we'll talk Pirate Baseball. East Carolina up to number seven in the D1 Baseball Poll. We'll talk about that coming up next week. Coach Shank, thanks so much. Appreciate you coming on, buddy. Love you. Beat Michigan. There you go. Beat Michigan is right. We'll see you back here next week on the Brian Bailey Show. This has been The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostick Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, Taft Taft and Hagler, Tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio.